You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hey everybody, it is Jordan Lowe from Kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast. And I'm Cliff Barnes. You like that? I threw that and in there yeah, just for fine. you. I'm so. Um, <laughs> we're going to do a bunch of Riverdale really fast, some of it, because it's a lot of episodes. Yeah. We're behind. This is our catch up. Okay, so our I'm just schedule gonna... has been weird lately, guys, so we've, we've let the Riverdale faithful down, I think. We've let ourselves down. True. We yeah. are the Riverdale fa- faithful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Some of this I don't even remember. I'm just going to start right with Bob. Hold on. Hold on. we got to get into it proper. Oh, i got to do it. He's so proud of this. <laughs> you can really taste the meatball. You do know that Riverdale was found in the main serving street. Here in Riverdale? <laughs> Dilton Doily plays with guns. Big one, buddy. Sardonic humor is just my way of relating to the world. Everyone knows how much I loved my brother. Exactly. If we go in there with the entire Scooby gang, forget it. We're compromised. War is hell, Jack. No, Archie. Hell is other people. Out of the four of us, only you and Archie haven't kissed. Fascinating. I'm gonna go get a bevy. Do you want anything? A glass of milk would be great. Alice? Is it true what they say about men who just been released from prison after me? The Coopers are one of the most respected families in Riverdale. Take your male gaze and your male privilege and get out of the women's locker room. Happy birthday, dear Chuckhead. Last night was a PG-13 group session. Color me shocked. Archie Andrews, is that how you became a mediocre musician overnight? I'm not interested in being anybody's rebound. Besides, I'm more into girls anyways. And all this time I thought you were a lover, not a fighter. I'm both. I've got layers. It'll be a cold day in hell before a snake lets a pig tell him what to do. Oh my god. <laughs> Glorious. So no layers. The listener doesn't realize this is first time you guys have heard that intro. I'm just I'm alive every time. <laughs> it just shows that this show has such depth and mm. Portability. On that note, let's start with Bravo's very own Andy Cohen. <laughs> See, it's so long ago, I've forgotten the very special guest star. Yeah. I don't know what the... Well, oh, he, okay. Like, what? Episode 16, Primary Colors. Hmm. So Andy Cohen makes an appearance, a guest appearance, as he's going to... Why was he there? He was there to endorse his great friend, Hermione Lost. Okay. <laughs> And their whole platform is they're going to build prisons, prison. private prisons. Well, if there's one thing I know about Andy Cohen, it's that he's a law and order guy. <laughs> right. I'm like, why would Andy Cohen get behind a private prison? I don't know. It looked to me like uh, Andy Cohen likes Riverdale. and Kevin was really excited. I remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So Archie's trying to convince his 
seniority that this it was okay that they were doing this prison thing. He didn't like it. Because Archie will go whichever way the wind blows. Right. Uh, Jughead went on a hunger strike. And Archie just kind of laughed at him. <laughs> I looked at him. He's like, you're always eating. Good luck. And then uh, uh, Ethel came up. Who was she? Did she throw milkshake on somebody or something? Yeah. I don't. Was that this episode? I don't know. It's where I have. Okay, it is. And yeah, so she, she comes up and throws, throws something on somebody for the on, crime. On Veronica. Rich, for the crime yeah, yeah. Rich Riverdale. Yeah, because then Betty and Veronica are in the bathroom. and uh, Because the lodge is. Like, you know, her dad lost his job because of the lodge. <laughs> yeah, That's why I like. They're in the bathroom and, uh, Ethel, they're like, Ethel went through the trouble of bringing that milkshake here from Pops. <laughs> <laughs> and give Ethel a wide berth, they say. Uh, that was, that was nice. Real nice, guys. We know that, uh, what was her name on Stranger Barb. Barb. Barb's getting big. Yeah. Uh, what was Reggie doing? He's got some nuts hashtag. to top off that shake. <laughs> what was the? What was, he had a hashtag on his election poster. It was like Vote Ridge or something like that. Yeah, so he's, he's running as well. Oh yeah. Then there was a. So um, she punched him. Oh, that's right. Veronica punches Reggie. Right in the face. So then they're in the greenhouse eating dinner. You're not being very authoritative. You're, these are like all question marks. You need exclamation marks. It's been a long time. It's been a while. Yeah. They're, Nana Rose is there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're, they're arguing about stuff and giving, having some of Penelope's tea. And mm. it's got some kind of root in it. So, yeah, during during this <laughs> episode, we discover that uh, um, Penelope is poisoning Nana Rose because she's some kind of botanist, I don't know, and Cheryl is fearing for her life as well as Nana Rose that Claudius, who, let me, uh, let's go back a moment to uh, Mayor Coach. Or Coach Mayor. Coach Mayor. I, too, had the same theory going that... But you weren't here. I know. So it didn't matter. (laughs) But, yeah, if we're going on the theory that Claudius is really Clifford Blossom, then... Clifford Bot. Is he? Wait a minute. (laughs) He's a robot. It's River World. (laughs) Robot. Robot. Get it right. (laughs) But the one thing I will say is, if he is... Clifford, mm-hmm. I don't think the mom knows because in you the don't mo- think in the most recent episode she's by herself and somebody comes in and she says Claudius, hmm. like mm-hmm. implying that she yeah that's thinks true. she's Claudius. That's but I, I'm not saying I'm it's Riverdale. Not, it's not so, impossible. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, so they're out to get the other remaining Blossom heirs, right. I guess. So. Right. Okay, anyway. That's the plot. Hanging out in the student lounge, there was just a nice moment where Jughead was just complaining to everybody, and then I realized it was just because he was in a bad mood. Because he, <laughs> he was <hadn't> hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Veronica asked Betty to be a running mate. Mm-hmm. And then we got... Uh, it's another B&B team up. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Then we had uh, Blopaz. Uh, <laughs> Tony Topaz was trying out for the Vixens. She, yeah. as as was the, there any possible way she I, wasn't going to make the Vixens? I mean... I voted this, yes. I voted her in. <laughs> Well, I don't think there's any way you amateurs are going to top that, so. Practice is over, Vixens. Inner Circle Vixens, hang back. You know who you are. In honor of Tony joining our squad, I think we should celebrate. With a mandatory slumber party at Thistle House. Fancy dressing gowns are appreciated. You've all seen The Beguiled, right? Dinner at 8, curly games to follow. <coughs> and, uh, only the Inner Circle Vixens were supposed to hmm. hang there. The rest of them know. Basically. And then they were going to have a mandatory slumber party at Thistle House. That's when I was, I perked up. Yeah, I was paying attention. Because they've been laying in that Cheryl's afraid to be alone at the house. Yeah, somebody tried to break into her room. She's feeling very paranoid that someone might be out to get her. Yeah. And fancy dressing gowns are appreciated. (coughs) She brings up the big aisle. I saw this past year. It's a bunch of girls living together. Yeah. Um. Fred and, um, what's his face, Mr. Lodge kind of break up. And Mr. Lodge wants uh, Archie to give Jughead a message about his hunger strike. And he, he says that he's given them six weeks notice in their neighborhood. They just, I thought this was a, he gave them the, what the trailer part. <laughs> they had a big party about it, right? Yeah. Oh, Jughead was ticked. Yeah. He's like, yeah. get me another water, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> boy. And, uh, yeah, boy. And Archie's <laughs> like, Jug, my dad got shot. <laughs> and you're losing it over this. He's like, you were only at Southside High for like four days. Why are you so giving up? Which I had wondered. Myself. Yeah, we, we brought that up before. Yeah. Uh, even Archie's like, Jughead, get over this. He's like, yeah, you're just choosing Hiram O'Brien. But then we get to the uh, Thistle House hairbrushing line, Congo line. Who do we have brushing his hair? We had uh, Cheryl in the front, <laughs> Tony Topaz brushing her hair, Betty brushing her hair. Uh, gosh, who was Veronica brushing her hair? And uh, <laughs> now, Who is the poor caboose that doesn't get their hair brushed? Josie. Oh, poor yeah. Josie is always getting the brunt of it. Well, she probably is like, don't touch my hair. Um, Mumsy cultivates esoteric herbs in the conservatory <laughs> is a sentence I've always wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> and Betty has a stranger in her life as Does well. Does that potentially add to your witch theory? She's out concocting potions. Mm. Oh, man. Yes, it does. Okay, Very good. good. Very good. Very good. So then we got Cheryl. We got Blowpaz in the bed. She didn't really want to invite all the girls over tonight. No, who no. hasn't said that? Yeah, yeah. It was a cover. <laughs> this was a this party wasn't for all these girls. It was for you. You're special. She's what she craved. <laughs> and then uh, Nana Rose. Gets knocked. What happens to her? She gets Close. pushed down the stairs. Yeah, that's a bad scene there. Yeah. She's a lucky bird. 
Well, she is. <laughs> Classic sundowner syndrome. You know what that is, right? I do. Yeah, right? For those of you who don't know what sundowners are, old, older people kind of, sun goes down, they kind of lose their mind. Yeah, they lose their minds. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we got, uh, Molly Ringwald's back. Mama, uh, whatever the last name is. Andrews. <laughs> Mama Andrews is back. My, my notes, call- I wrote Senora Archie TCB. I don't even remember what she was doing. <laughs> taking care but of she business. She was taking care right. of business. <laughs> she's a, she's back. Time to call in the big guns. She's a badass lawyer. <laughs> mm. And we got, uh, Veronica has a kissing booth for her, uh, yeah, that was weird. Wow. It's not one of those things that, you know, if you read an Archie comic in the 50s or 60s, that would be a fun a comic yeah, thing. Yeah. But this show is not that. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> I like that they try to stick that stuff in there like, this would be totally cool if we just drew this. Yeah. Locally sourced kisses. Line up. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, Barbethel has to ruin it. Sexualizing the election, Veronica. She's a real wet blanket. <laughs> she really <laughs> is. Yeah. She's like, ugh. anyway, Jughead's in the, <laughs> in the, we've, the, it's been a long time since we mentioned the Swords and Serpents Club. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. The gaming the, club. The gaming club. He's like, today it's Southside High, tomorrow the world! <laughs> Uh, we're ready. Who's ready to go to war? He needs to eat. Mm-hmm. Boy, he needs to eat. Um, Chick invites Kev over to the Coopers. So they're hanging out. They've been continuing their online chats without Betty knowing. And Chick lets her know that Kev let him know that it all, he found out it all started as a little catfishing scheme that she cooked up. Kev's like, you sold me out, chick. <laughs> <laughs> we share the same darkness, isn't that what you said, Betty? Poor Kevin. I feel he's he's just looking for some love. And he's always getting ran over, whether it's in the gay woods or, right. you know, doing his cam boy stuff now. Andy Cohen comes over and doesn't yeah. pay attention to him. Right. Oh. Well, Andy Cohen's a very old, very good friend of the family. So, only Veronica could, could make that happen. Um, then we got the Archie rides up and um, Jughead and the Serpents have chained themselves to Southside High. Maybe Hiram wants the blood of eight young serpents on his hands. <laughs> what does Betty... Betty comes into Chick's room and like gets up in his face with oh. a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> It was really great. I was like, what is happening? There's like, been some weird stuff going on between the showers and the hot water. Now we've got the lighter and the darkness. I mean, is this just a, I was going to ask you guys, do you think this is just Riverdale's like weird brother, sister pestering each other relationship? Sure. All I know, I want to be in the writer's room and the guy's like, okay. That's my one little scene here. Don't, don't act like you never did that to your sister. <laughs> did you ever catch Coop going in there with a lighter and just holding it up to Carly's face? <laughs> or vice versa? That we already creep. done the, the pearl muttering. Because Betty's, Betty's going there looking for his DNA, right? Oh. 
I think we. Well, was that, that already happened? That was previous. She got a hair. Because they of need his. to check to see if he has blossom blood to be yeah, part of. I the, think they already did that, but may, okay. I may be wrong. She's like you. He wakes up to the lighter in his face. He's like you think. She goes, you think you're the only one that can scare people by being crazy? <laughs> I caught Clifford Blossom. I caught the Sugar Man. <laughs> I caught the Black Hood. And I got a knife. <laughs> I'm going to catch you. Uh, first, I just need a little piece of your hair, please. <laughs> was it the hair or the dental floss? It was oh, yeah, floss. dental floss, floss, right. floss. That's what it was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we talked about that. So, mother. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, always. <laughs> so then we're back to the school, and uh, Jug has chained up. He's all hoping this will go viral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Where are the rest not, of the serpents? It's not in the blue and gold. They were right across the parking viral. lot. They were skeeting them. We're just standing in the parking lot watching. Okay. Them. <laughs> um. Uh, somebody made a. Uh, poster well I'm sure it was Barbethel about Veronica liar and has like made her look like a devil and all this stuff it's pretty good graphic design though yeah it was she might have a future in the yeah and cutting letters out of <laughs> magazines allegedly yeah. <laughs> um anyway let's see oh yeah she won't, she can't be Veronica's running mate anymore she says but he does um, Miss Alice says, uh, is it true that you snuck into your brother's room last night to torment him with a Zippo? So that's what I mean. It's just playful banter. <laughs> Mom's getting involved. Did you really do that? I mean, co- leave your brother right. alone. Come right. on. So he got in her toy box and he was looking for a lighter and he found all her secret toys. Mm. He's like, she's like, why in God's name do you have this cabaret wig? <laughs> She wears it when she has sex with Jughead. <laughs> Shut up, Jack. Mom. <laughs> he was like, she's like, how would you even know that? And he, he's like, I was guessing. Oh, the oldest trick in the book. Just, just take a wild shot in the dark. But she bangs Jughead with that wig on. <laughs> poor, poor Alice has been put through the ringer the last few episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, you remember the first from season one, the Coopers, they were portrayed as such a perfect family, and now all this crap is coming out. So much better. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Skeet brings um, Jughead some burgers, and he's like, whatever, I'll eat, I give up. Um, Got a call from Hiram. Could find him a real nice place overlooking the prison. <laughs> <laughs> Jelly bean could stay there too. Oh, let's see. Yeah, Molly Ringwald's getting ticked at Archie because he's talking a lot of crap about his dad, and she's not having it. You're not gonna say a bad word about Fred Andrews in front of Molly Ringwald. Not having it. Apparently, um, Mama Cooper. Tells Betty that she she knows how alluring those Jones men are. <laughs> it's like, whoa, mom, is FP chick's dad? Absolutely not. And they're still dragging that out, yeah. trying to keep you guessing. Right. I wasn't buying it one bit. I knew better. 
Well, uh, yeah, let's see. Cheryl goes to the hospital, gets some updates on Nana. That's when we find out about the paralytic toxin in her bloodstream. Tannis root. Mm. It's strange. It's so rare. You grow it at your house, right? <laughs> yeah. She's been caught chewing bits of it. She's just an old crazy lady that chews poison. <laughs> um, Chick and Betty are going to bury the hatchet. You know, I know you... He 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 sets her up. He says, you know, there's no proof that I never, you know, I never touched that guy that got killed. Mm. It's like you're the one that did everything. You're the one that used his phone and all this stuff. You went to the sewer pipe. So he's really setting her up to go down. Just when you think Betty's like Betty's like, oh, I'll be nice, you know. She's gonna get one of them big bug eyed looks on her face, like <laughs> Nacha. Uh, Cheryl accuses her mom of poisoning Nana Rose. Oh, well, Cheryl, you lost your mind. You've left me no choice. <laughs> I always wanted to drop Michael off somewhere. You've lost your mind, Michael. <clears throat> um, so they want to remove Jughead and the Serpents by force, and he needs some brave boys. To do it, Hiram talking to Archie. It's like uh, the wrestling team. Nobody'd be too upset by that. And I, I didn't follow the logic there. But <laughs> proceed. <laughs> it's just like you know, you're you got to get your. It's just some boys scrapping it up, right? It's the same. It's just like brother and sister holding letters <laughs> in each other's faces. It's okay as long as mom and dad aren't doing it. Um. So he's like, Archie agrees to it if. He, Hiram releases Fred from all commitments to Lodge Industries. So, so he grabs the bolt cutters and heads down there. And uh, uh, Skeet tells him, "Boy, come in here, acting like a big man, and I will knock you down." <laughs> <laughs> well, like he ends up cutting him out, and Chuck is just like, yeah, "I just." I did like this part. Like, it felt like it reminds me of some movie, but I can't think of it. It's just like, this is all part of how it has to play out, you know, uh, you against me. And yeah, that, what is that? What's that remind me of? Kind of that inevitable. Yeah. He's like, go ahead, cut me out, you know, and he's like walking him away, and sh- he even shoves Jughead. Like, I'm like, what is happening? Uh, Jughead says, Betty. You've probably not heard more unlikely words come from my mouth, but I want to run for student body president. (laughs) And I want you to be my co-president. What a modern progressive guy. Oh, yeah. He doesn't want a president, vice president. Co-president. Right. Well, well, you knew it was serious. He had his hat off. He's probably going to hyphenate their last name when they get together. Uh, (laughs) What would that make it? Uh, Jones Cooper? Jones Cooper. Or Cooper Jones. Cooper Jones. Maybe. Oh, Cooper it would Jones. be Cooper Jones. I mean, go, go all the way. Just take her name. Just be Jughead Cooper. Mrs. Jughead Cooper. Technically, they'd all be Blossoms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, now Fred's given uh, Molly Ringwald all the credit for getting out of the lodge deal. I knew Told she'd you. do it. She's TCB. Yeah. And, uh, 
Archie's like, yeah, he's like, I, I know, I, I did it all. Um, Tony comes looking for Cheryl. Oh, she's at a boarding school in Twitterland. <laughs> Very believable. Yeah. Sister Woodhouse goes in to help. Um, Cheryl gives her a little shot. Uh, they take her down to watch movie, movie night. Boys and girls, beware. <laughs> Are we giving this the gravity it deserves? That it's pretty awesome. Cheryl has been institutionalized. Yeah, yeah. That was great. In a, what do you call that? A Conversion. Conversion, right. To cure her of her wicked ways. Yeah. And there's like a video and it's got Kev and Moose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go have some chocolate phosphates with the girls. <laughs> <laughs> What do these seemingly all-American boys have planned? As Dick says, Boy, Frank, that water sure looks great. <laughs> Want to take a dip? <laughs> I wish I could, Dick, but I didn't bring my swimming drugs. <laughs> and the criminolo- criminologist, Here, the boys should have turned around and found another activity. <laughs> like podcasting. Uh. <laughs> Then again, maybe we don't need our drunks. And they were ensnared by deviants. Oh, yeah. Then we go to the, uh, some sort of election thing, and, um, Sweet Pea had a question. Uh, people still gonna get bust in from Southside? Is that gonna change? Uh, absolutely, Sweet Pea. That's our priority, is, uh, um, Clumpster. I, I just have to imagine that Jughead has coached Sweet Pea and the Serpents on their questioning. Like, oh yeah, Sweet Pea's not gonna <laughs> come up with that on on his own. There, good point. Good point. <laughs> well, that was I'm sure that was in the, the the minutes of the last meeting of the snakes. And snakes and serpents. Snakes and swords and swords. Swords and swords. Come on, you remember a part of that club, obviously. Um, Clumpster stands up. Oh, Clumpster. Um, <laughs> my. My question is for Archie and Veronica. Um, well, they they have to defend themselves that politics are never discussed at the at the dinner table or the cafeteria table. Um. Well, Josie and Reggie say that they can deliver results, and Reggie says we're chill, unlike these guys. Team Rosie. <laughs> That's the banner behind him. That is not going to catch on. No. <laughs> Team Rosie. Whatever. That's no blow Short lived. Yeah. <laughs> no blow pass. Oh man. Blow pass 2020. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Alice isn't set telling they're at school, of course, and Alice is confronting Skeet <laughs> in the school hallways. Uh, you're not going to let my daughter live in sin in that soup can you call a trailer. <laughs> He's like, uh, they get into it. Anyway. Which, oh, cause Betty has moved out cause right. she won't live with yeah. Jack, right? Yeah, Betty ran away off to the trailer park. Right. Um, Chick sitting on the floor watching TV. He's so weird. <laughs> like you do. Um, he said, Mom, you need to see what they found. They made a shocking discovery. <laughs> There was a car in the swamp. Foul play has not been ruled out. She calls FP. 
<laughs> How could they have known that Junkyard Steve... <laughs> Triumphant return. I was so happy. I was, so, I was like, I hadn't taken that screenshot. I was like, oh, gotta go back. Gotta get Junkyard Steve in there. He uh, uh, drags the swamp for people's cast-offs, of course. It's just dumb luck. <laughs> First he finds a head. Now he finds a car. What can't this guy do? <laughs> I know. He, he continues to play a role throughout the next few episodes. <laughs> They're like, were we wearing gloves? I can't remember. Were, were we wearing gloves? Uh, I don't think they were. They are so bad at crime. Oh, really <laughs> bad. As good as Junkyard Steve is at his job, that's how bad they are. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that's bad. Um, <laughs> Skeets says just act normal. Okay. Hiram's got some associates, Lenny Kowalski and Carl Martin. And Which, how do you do Lenny and Carl? Chip and Squiggy. Take it seriously. <laughs> Uh, they don't like Hermione running for mayor. It's making them nervous. I don't remember why. <laughs> anyway, uh, Archie. Well, Archie seems to always make himself useful, so he's going to get in on this. Um, he, the crew from Montreal is not, you know, getting heard from him, so he needs Archie to take care of things. So. Back at the Swords and Serpents, and Jughead's like, we need their boat, Sweet Pea. It's the only way we can affect any change. Wait, is that why you guys are pissed? And then, you know, Sweet Pea's upset about something. It's only a matter of time before this chick bails on, you know, Betty's at the meeting. He doesn't like it. He's like, I'll take it down, Sweet Pea. <laughs> um, then we got... Uh, Mantle versus Andrews. Winner gets the Bulldogs backing. Go. What are they going to do, Cliff? Well, I just feel like they should use Reggie, new Reggie Moore. Like, there's a couple characters that I feel like. Don't get enough play. Yeah. We got him here for an all important arm wrestling competition. <laughs> uh, of course, Archie went. Um, he should have been like, it's, the arm wrestling thing should have been like, uh, over the top had that moment. You know how Stallone would turn his hat. Reggie reaches down, puts a black hood on. Yeah. He's like, like, I'm ready. I feel like a truck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony tells Veronica about the Switzerland thing, the boarding school in Switzerland. And she said, well, there's e- easy way to check. There's only one. Serval Montreux. Duh. And her social media has been dead for days. And Josie's in. If they've got a storm thistle house, they're going to take care of this. So, who is this? Sister Livingston is visiting um, Cheryl and says, your Nana would mix you up sometimes with your brother and dress you in Jason's clothes. What? (laughs) This is going to come back at some point. Well, I I don't know. Well, I don't know what that means. Or is that supposed? To, I don't know. Is it saying they mix mix twins up? Maybe it's yeah. just a hint that twins are are getting mixed up like Claudius and Clifford. So then we got a couple of low level capos and some zip faced high school kid. We got Andre and the mop here and Archie. That's all. You know, the only help that Hiram has. Well, Archie says, respectfully, don't underestimate Mr. Lodge or me. 
I rearranged Nick St. Clair's pretty boy face for him. <laughs> and he's the Ram. It's like, I took care of Papa Poutine. <laughs> and they just laugh at him. The appropriate response. Um, Betty doesn't understand why the Swords and Serpents won't accept her. She asks if maybe she should wear plaid. <laughs> um... They tell people they're writing an article about how people use Swedlow Swamp as a dumping ground. It was clever. <laughs> and they're going to talk to the sheriff about that car. Um, Chick's drug dealer stole someone's car. Dwayne didn't have wheels, Chick said. He's always borrowing his girlfriend's car. Darla. So they got to talk to Darla. Mm. She's a piece of work. Oh, yeah. So, they've got Cheryl stacking bags. <laughs> oh, yeah, I they forgot mess, about that. They mess with her mind yeah. by telling her one corner and then say, no, no, we told you to stack them in the other corners. Are we says, into the next episode now? We oh, might, yeah. Oh, yeah. might be. We're just yeah. cruising along. Right. We'll know when we're at the, when they start singing that we're in the <laughs> third. Because <laughs> I feel like, yeah, yeah, I feel like episode 16 ended with kind of the cliffhanger that Cheryl was all locked away. So yeah, I right. think we're in yeah, the... Yeah, we've okay, moved we're, on. We're 17, yeah. the Noose Titans. Yeah, we're in the Noose Titans. Okay. Yeah, so Cheryl's going back and forth. What were the bags? I don't remember what the bags... Were they rice or... It was something heavy. Dog was, food or... I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, insert... 50-pound bags. Yeah, yeah. She, jingle, tiny jingle. little Cheryl. Yeah, it was Jingle Jangle. That's what they make it. <laughs> Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Um, they realize that Cheryl's been drawing all kinds of weird pictures and Josie's suddenly like, she gave me a bloody pig's heart. Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad they didn't let that drop. Yeah. Me too. And just act like it didn't happen. You like, know, like when yeah. uh, uh, Dilton stabbed himself in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> Where they just never mention that again. Now, speaking of characters, the show lets <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. Dilton yeah. must still be in the hospital. Yeah, I don't know. He's recovering. That's, yeah, that, that's bugged me for a long time. <laughs> so, uh, Betty's like, okay, where plot? I could get a tattoo. Um, Darla shows up. Which the biggest thing from this was this is the actress was for me personally the the actress was Azura Sky, which she is famous uh, for for Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm. fans. She was in a couple of very important episodes. Had played a very pivotal side character, and then this girl has been in a lot of Joss Whedon movies. Uh, probably most famous, she was the waitress at the end of Avengers who talks about Captain America saving her life. And I realized that is a different actress, but they have like the exact same face. They, they talk the exact same way, and so the, I thought that's the same girl from Buffy all these years. And I, I looked online, and I'm like, why can't I find this Azura Sky actress? Because she's been in, uh, she was in Dollhouse, she was in, like, basically everything Joss Whedon does, the other actress. So I've been, I've been, my life is a lie <laughs> all this time. Because she has a very unique way of speaking, and mm. she, she has a very unique face. But apparently there's someone who looks just like her and has fooled me for many years. Also, I would have totally believed if you would have just told me that they picked her up on the west side of Marietta, Ohio. Um, same thing. She was she played her part very well. She was yeah. good. Oh, she called him Chickadee. <laughs> uh, she wants ten grand. Who doesn't? 
And yeah. And um back doesn't open until the morning, so she asked if they have any board games. <laughs> I happen to know they have a couple. <laughs> um now God and Gucci willing, Cheryl's safe. Somebody in a black hood shows up. I don't know where the hell they are. Archie and Bronica are there. They got a hammer. Oh, it's the mop. Yeah, it was the mop. <laughs> they get, Archie goes and pulls his head off of him and it's the mop. Yeah, he attacked um, yeah, your Sexy Smithers. Yeah, te- what? Andre. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Tell yeah. Your, tell your girlfriend's father to take that deal. Yeah, Archie walks in... And the mop is attacking Andre. He's like, I don't know if he shot, is he like, did he shoot him or did, did he stab him? I don't remember. I don't of course, Archie looks at, you know, oh, I, I gotta look at his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and he I that, thought. He does that Kill Bill sound effect. Yeah. Where's saying, I, I thought it was the same. It was the, Original Black Hood. It looked like the same green eyes to me. I don't know, but Archie attacks him, chases him out, pulls his mask off, and it's the mop. Yeah, yeah. Hermione says that Kowalski and Martin must have offered him a tidy sum. Uh, He could buy himself a sweet new mop bucket. I felt like we should have gotten more from that. Yeah, it seemed like it was pretty abrupt. Yeah. <laughs> Way to just feeling, throw a character away. You know, our, there are problems in our Justice Department and the, uh, the FBI. <laughs> Having a hard time finding good agents. <laughs> That's right. It's a great mistake. And with Adam as a turncoat, Andre in the hospital, Archie offers, you know yep. what his pat offer is, I'll keep watching the lobby. <laughs> I've got to get a bat. And set in the <laughs> entryway. I did it for my dad. I could do it for you guys. Let's see, I I almost can't blame Archie at this point. It's almost now it's now it's uh, Mr. Lodge's fault because he keeps letting it. You know, Archie. Yeah. I get kind of why he wants to be you know moving up the ladder, but the fact that anyone would let him. Uh. Meanwhile. Nana Rose has been to the water closet. She's got her TV show, Bob Ross. She's watching Bob Ross paint. <laughs> so she's ready. So they can leave and she ends up crawling over. She, what was it? Did she figure something out or something? I don't remember. She ends up cr- falling and crawling over to like call somebody. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, she, she somehow learned that she'd been yeah. poisoned. Bob Ross, uh, showed her. Um, then we learn on the 14th of July in 1789, a state prison on the east side of Paris, known as the Bastille. Uh, that was just a history lesson, sorry. Oh, yeah. Intercom buzzes Antoinette Topaz to the principal's office. Which is the first time we've heard her referred to as Antoinette. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, uh, Nana Rose is like, she's not far away. She's trying to tell Tony that she knows that Cheryl is not in Switzerland. 
Cliff is watching yeah, Riverdale. I'm getting distracted. <laughs> All right. You can't go watch Riverdale while I'm talking about Riverdale. And it's the... Th- oh, come on, Cliff. <laughs> just settle down. The, You're watching... We're the, not there yet. She's huh? got her... She got just her getting ready. She's got her breakout pearls on. You guys talk. I'll produce. <laughs> okay. Sorry. We, we shouldn't be allowed to see. We need to turn around and set like we're in a row. Braiding each other's hair. Um, I'll be the caboose. The... The guy, I don't know. <laughs> Alice tells Betty, "Don't come home because we got these cretins at home here." That you know, wait, yeah, you go. You don't need to come home anyway. Tony's just like Tony always goes along with stuff. Like she finds out uh, Cheryl's mm. taken away to Switzerland. She just uh, goes on with her life. That sounds perfectly plausible. Goes to practice and told Veronica and all this stuff. Like, eh, this is the next day. Big deal. You don't, I know, you don't know what she's been through on the South Side. And now she's she fought, gets an emergency call from an old woman on the floor that says, She's not there. She's somewhere close. <laughs> and, and Tony's like, the next day at practice. I don't know, Veronica. Something seemed weird about that. <laughs> anyway. So Veronica's like, well, you know. I heard they do some gay conversion over there at the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Let's go check it out. What are we waiting on? I'm curious how Nana Rose knew the phone number to call. I mean, she had to like... It was one of them old-timey phones. Yeah! (laughs) She had to spill out of the wheelchair and like army crawl across the floor to get to the phone. Yeah. It was awesome. She knew right away. She said, give me Beekman 343. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so Kev, they gotta get Kev, cause if anybody knows where the gay conversion places are at, he does. He says, one of the few in the country that still does stuff. The only gay in the village. <laughs> That's an old, uh. <laughs> and, and, and Tony says, what the hell decade is this? And I wrote on here, for real. <laughs> I wanna know what decade this is, cause you guys have got me fooled. <laughs> Oh, Little Britain, the old uh, BBC sketch comedy thing. There was a recurring gag about the only gay in the village. <laughs> and he just wanted to be oppressed really badly. But everyone in the village like, cool, we're down with it. And he's like, but I'm the only gay in the village. <laughs> uh, so they used to smuggle booze out of Sweetwater. Mm. And they had a tunnel. There's a tunnel in there to that place. A secret tunnel. So, and... uh Kevin just happens to mention, well, yeah, I, I heard a rumor that they may use that tunnel to hook up with perfectly nice young men <laughs> like myself in Fox Forest. Potentially, the gay woods. Potentially gay boys in the program used to sneak out. Well, Ke- Kev, could you lead us to the secret gay hookup tunnel? <laughs> probably. I could probably find it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He does know his way around those yeah. woods pretty yeah. well. I mean, They're like, on. wow, we're going here, Kev. You haven't even opened your eyes. You really know where this place is. <laughs> just walk this way. Dude. Um, uh, so Betty does end up coming back, giving the money. And they're, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll leave right after we cut your sister's eyes out. <laughs> and uh, that's when the serpents come rolling in. Oh, man, busting down the door. Clicking blades and... <laughs> Yeah, John probably didn't have to kick the door in, but it was nice and dramatic, so I, I forgive him. Uh, anyway, they're friends with the sheriff's son, so mm-hmm. you better watch out. We're friend, you know. He, who, whose side do you think he'll be on? 
Well, chickadee, you put us in danger twice now. Um, Hiram's telling Archie that Kowalski and Martin are, if, if they don't get to invest in the prison, they're gonna destroy it. And Archie's like, don't, don't agree yet. I, I still have some moves to make here. <laughs> like, of course you do, Archie. It's gonna play him a song. Yeah. Um, that is, he's replaced his kind of pathetic music career with a pathetic <laughs> mafia career. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Archie and Reg make a truce. So he says, Archie's like, I don't even care about running anymore. Are you staying with me tonight? And the Bulldogs votes are yours. Team Rosie all the way. And now we're to the, the big secret tunnel break-in where... Veronica's in her cat suit. And her breaking and entering pearls. And we got Kev's like, if you're not back in 15 minutes, I'm going to call my dad. They're going to search every damn room until they find her. That's right. They're going to split up, cover twice the ground. Are you in here? Tony? We came to rescue you. And they kiss in front of the screen. This was a beautiful it shot. Was. I mean, no, it was yeah. awesome. No uh, was, snark yeah. intended. This I was, was like gorgeous. well directed right there. They even like shape of a heart. Yeah. That's blow paths. Worthy cinematography. <laughs> I also like coming up. There's like the red going down the tunnels. The red lights and stuff. Also beautiful. Yeah, there's a bunch of nuns after him. I'll tell you what, if you ever want to break into a... Uh, gay conversion? Yeah, a gay conversion. Uh, convent? You should wear a shirt like Veronica has oh, yeah. on. Nobody will look at you. Because <laughs> they're all converted. <laughs> Um, so they, they get out. You gotta run from some nuns. <laughs> nuns on the run. Sister Act 5. So, <laughs> then we see a bunch of, uh, yeah. It's a message from the dark circle, Archie says. They're burning up these guys' car or something. Yeah, this is weird. Okay. Wait, <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> We know all we about the red a, we circle. We found a weird thing in this show, guys. They're, they've gotten, they've switched colors. They no longer have their Target t-shirts on. No spandex, spandex red hoods, but we've got the, uh, the black outfits. And, yeah. and this refers to the dark circle comics. Yeah, this is the more modern version. Yeah, it was Red Circle back in the day, all the superhero comics from Archie. And now the mature readers line that has the Black Hood comics. And That's an evolution. It starts out yeah. with the shirts off, fist pumping mm-hmm. bulldogs <laughs> into the Red Circle. Now we have the Dark Circle. And they blow up cars. Yeah. Um, Riverdale's protected. Uh, well, that meant that while Archie was doing that, he wasn't there for his dad. And mm. Molly Ringwald is pretty ticked off. Um, she 
Cheryl says her mother and Uncle Claudius better brace themselves for a polar vortex. She tells Kevin she hears she's back in time, just in time for Carrie the Musical, which he's directing, and this school's going to burn. That was the end of that episode. What's your first move going to be? Well, Tony, if revenge is a dish best served cold, my mother and Uncle Claudius better brace themselves for a polar vortex. But there's something even more pressing than that. She's got Tony's pants on. <laughs> How do you know that? Are you right back just in time for Carrie the Musical, which you're directing? You are. And I'm having auditions this afternoon. Well, as far as the lead role's concerned, cancel them. I'm obviously Riverdale High's Carrie White. Well, who did he... You can't tell me he thought Bar Bethel was... Needed to be. And this going to burn. He probably had... Woo. He probably had the clumpster already lined up. There you go. But yeah, she did. She had Tony's pants on. Those were the same <laughs> pants Tony wore at the um, the race, the drag race. Sisterhood of the traveling. <laughs> oh man, here we go. Because Cheryl couldn't go home because they just put her back in gay conversion camp. So, <laughs> so what the hell's Tony wearing? Well, Tony's got her. She has more than one pair of pants. <laughs> what are the other? What's the other pair look They're like? They're all flannel. Cliff. <laughs> Anyway, what's the next episode called? Number uh, 18. Should have been called Carrie, I would assume. I would think. We called it A Night to Remember. Mm. Um, Included my favorite quote we've ever had on Riverdale. Is it in this episode? Yeah. I can't wait. I bet that I have a screenshot of it because I don't (laughs) miss too many really good ones. (laughs) Okay, so. It's a little meta. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see. See if I got it. Uh,. Jughead's telling Kev, I, I know you're going to ask me anyway, so I'll make the behind-the-scenes documentary. <laughs> we got... We got uh, and Jughead was not a very good photographer. <laughs> no. Like, you no. Think, if he wants to be like a filmmaker or a writer or whatever, he's like, he, the camera is like all over the oh, place. Oh, it's terrible. He's just like lurking through windows. Like he's, for all of the good things Jughead He must does. really, really not be able to sing. Yeah. Like yeah. that... I, I, yep. <laughs> Yeah, they. Which one's the singer, Zach or Cody? I can't remember whether that, you would think that one of them could sing. They could have stuck how them you, in. Yeah, there. how does a Disney alumni not? Yeah, I don't understand. Boy. I thought that was a prerequisite. Disney Channel, like, like all these actors and actresses. I didn't know there was a difference, but well, you guys are pretty oh, serious. Oh man, come on! I know. Guys. I Get it right. Let everybody know that Cliff just <laughs> just really put the smack down. Let us know that there's a difference. So when I blame, I'm not gonna say. It. <laughs> I'm not gonna go off on that tangent. Um, but yeah, most of these actors, actresses, like get into this. You you have to be like the full package. You got to be able to sing and dance and do all that. Especially before. of this generation, right? Right. Well, it's always been like that. If you, that's why every time you watch Saturday Night Live, the opening segment, they sing. They all want to show off. By the way, I can sing too. And the first time you get kind of famous and get a little money. I know. I'll put an album out. Oh, yeah. I think that's the first instinct yeah. a lot of celebrities have. For heartbeat. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do my Don Johnson album. <laughs> 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 this podcast gets big, man. For mother. <laughs> so we're putting together a good demo reel. Your Dave Filoni song. Mm, oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. My Filoni is the first thing. And I am me. You ain't seen nothing yet It's gonna be that you'll never find
bucks for a tux, and we better get laid. You've been praying for that since the seventh grade. It's the least we deserve after everything we've paid. Which was kind of the same vein, uh, very tongue-in-cheek, very mm-hmm. silly, over-the-top violence. And it was hilarious. Like, the songs were really good. So I, you know, I thought perhaps this, you know, Carrie could do the same yeah, thing, yeah. but it wasn't anywhere near. We find out that it may be a little untraditional, but there's no nothing more uh, amateur than age-inappropriate casting. So. There it is. So we got to have... There's the line. <laughs> that that is very meta. That is good. <laughs> Age-inappropriate casting is... That's this whole show. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that Archie, who's 27, is getting his first car. <laughs> yeah, not only it gives it gives uh, Alice a reason to be there. I don't yeah. know if any high school has ever cast someone's mom in a role. But. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I followed the cast on Instagram and course, Twitter and all this know. stuff. And the actress... I don't need to because you just send yeah, us the important... Yeah, no, that's true. That's you filter... Cliff, we get the cliff filter to yeah, only the most... Yeah, important. we usually get some cherries <laughs> and then it's blow pass. That's the only thing we ever really get. Well, the actress that plays Alice... Um, when they were filming this was making, putting pictures up and making a lot of comments about how she can't sing and why am I in, in yeah. this musical episode? So we agree. Yeah. Um, Chuck shows up. Old sticky maple Chuck. That's right. He's trying to reform his image. Yeah. There was a lot of, again, odd things in this episode. I'm like, why are they doing this right now? That only made sense. In the last five minutes, yeah. because they were bringing in like suspects and All right. yeah, they were building to that last five minutes to to, to add some confusion. So yeah, so it's kind of weird. Archie and Betty got to play boyfriend girlfriend. Whoop de doo. Shara comes out, sings, and almost gets killed by a sandbag. Um. I think she'd be better maneuvering heavy backs. <laughs> she had all that karate kid yeah. style training. It's like Susan Land, she's like, that guy's on the other side of the stage. So then we get some behind the scenes footage from Jughead's cam here. Kev's like, after Cheryl's brush with death, he found a letter from the Black Hood demanding that Carrie be recast. Uh oh. Then, Which, why would the Black Hood be concerned at all with a high school play? <laughs> because I, I had kind of checked out by this point. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't um, I wasn't watching it with my usual scrutiny. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's the whole deal. They're setting up the thing, you know, Archie, you know, wants to park his car at the Pembroke because he wants dad to know he got this expensive gift. Um,. Jughead's dropping some knowledge, you know, saying this is like a fan of the opera ch- tactic, demanding a certain diva soprano gets recast or else. <laughs> so Betty goes and checks on Barbethel and says, uh, "What? Well, it looks good. Well, she's a little upset, and it, she and I see why she's upset. You this is definitely something that would concern Barbethel. Someone. I write pretty much all day. Has picked out all the M and M's from the trailer. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, and then yeah, 
Jughead's doing a terrible job hiding outside the window. Uh, this but, was probably my favorite ep- or favorite moment of the episode. Yeah, yeah. He's just so horrible at yeah, this. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what you're trying to get me to admit while I'm on camera here, but I did not do it. Uh, then we get the two old people pretending they're in high school at Pops. We got, oh, Skeet's just bussing tables and <laughs> she's in the high school musical. <laughs> Can you believe it? Glory days. <laughs> this should have been our musical episode. We should have been. Honest boy, glory day. Yeah, and she comes in. It's so funny. Yeah, oh, thirty years from we could do Riverdale the musical. Oh. Like they've done Carrie. Oh man, write that Start down right now. Uh, but Alice comes in, dress, makeup's all done, hair's done up, like it's Serpent Alice. It always she kills would be me in, in high school. She's yeah, just, and he's the bus boy trying to. It was their high school moment. Then, then the next dance number, uh, we get a little more Chuck plot. Just Veronica as part of it sets on his lap. It's like she's accepting him a little mm. bit more. Mm-hmm. So Betty kind of attacks Veronica and says, "You really play the part well. This comes naturally." Um. Archie gets mad at Betty for that. Uh, Hiram goes and exposes the thing about the car to rub it in Fred's face. Yeah. And he was gonna, I love the word jalopy. Uh, <laughs> that's very back in the comics, you know. Yeah, that's the first thing, you know, you can picture yeah. Archie driving around the old, oh, old yeah. beat up jalopy. So yeah, they were gonna build a jalopy. Get, they were going to, Junkyard Steve. Right. They were planning on going to the junkyard, getting the jalopy from Steve. Ah. So, Kevin. Probably like, been dredged from a river, so be sure to check it out before you buy. Yeah. They might have a little bit uh, of maple rust. Um, Kev's talking to Jughead, says the sandbag was an accident. The letter was a prank, right? But then I found this in my locker. It's another letter from the Black Hood. It says, this is your last warning to replace Cheryl. Next time, the sandbag won't miss. Signed, Black Hood. Um, well, he's going to do something about it. Well, then we find out that Cheryl's mom didn't give her approval anyway. So, nobody said you could play a murderous telekinetic teen <laughs> who kills her mother. So, who gets the job and... Barbethel's thinking, maybe this is my big chance. Nope, it's the Clumpster. Yep. Little does Barb know how uh, lucky, lucky she, she was, yeah. or does she know? Mm. Or, you know, or or maybe uh, she's the murdering person. Look at ah, uh, this is this was my favorite part. I sent you guys these screenshots earlier because I couldn't wait till the show. <laughs> Tony, we got blood past sitting there. Tony says, Sherry, you gotta show your mother who's in charge. She's like, I don't know if I can anymore, Tony. She says, I'm not the same girl who burned down Thornhill, Thornhill and cut off her oxygen. And, and Tony says, sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what a pep talk. That, 
and something else I'm glad we haven't glossed over and tried to forget. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, she uh, did something pretty yeah. terrible. You you are just as ruthless as you used to be. Come on, sweetheart. Uh, Kev's wondering where his tea is, and Fangs is sitting beside him drinking Kev's tea. <laughs> that, was, that was the Fangs, like, running joke through the whole episode. Fangs uh, getting no respect was yeah. pretty good. Um, Hal comes home. Says he, he says, it says the strangest thing. Again, just in time to add him to the list of right, suspects. Right. So he's like, uh, to be honest, I always suspected Alice that Chick maybe isn't mine. I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's coming up now? Okay. Then we get the front nice shot of the jalopy all covered up. Got rid of the Firebird Dad. Sold mm-hmm. some of my music stuff so I could buy this off of Junkyard Steve. Fred's got a little tear in his eye, getting choked up. Uh, Cheryl douses herself in blood and gets some candlesticks. Gets a little <laughs> candelabra and brings it in, as you do. Yep. Says, uh, you know whose blood this is, Mommy? It's Jason's blood. It's Daddy's blood. And the next blood is going to be yours. I said my mind went several different places in the pause between. <laughs> Do you know whose blood this is? Yeah. Like, oh Lord, who could it be? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, running down through the list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whose blood is it? <laughs> I was thinking more literal track. Right. Yeah. Then you ship me off to a ghoulish nunnery. I want to be emancipated. That sounds good. She wants Thistle House all to herself. She wants everything. Mm-hmm. You and Uncle Claudius are pig people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great, great line. Um, ten minutes to places. Where's Fangs? And I like all the set decoration for behind the scenes stuff too, where they had like the other musical posters. Mm. The one I noticed was Lease. It looked like the, <laughs> it looked like a rent poster, but it said Lease. I did not see that. Like, oh, That's great. Lease. Yeah, I see it now. And Tom Sawyer, but yeah, lease. Well, it's but it's also Greece. Also, at least rent. You know, it's like a mix of true, both of those. So. Um, Fangs is in giving Midge some last minute notes. I don't know is it, to add him to the list of killers. Also, so we got a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And Jughead goes rifling through Barbethel's trash and crumbs and finds. Uh, it says QED, folks. It was that. Yep. What's <clears throat> QED? Uh, Figured for sure you knew that. I look it up. Yeah, I, I know the context, but I, I mean, I get it, but yeah. we'll look it up. Um, Barb says, "I know what you're thinking, but you're wrong." And I'm like, "Wow, what could it be?" It's, it's her. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it could be. Um, her, uh, Chuck's pariah ship is officially over. Chick shows up, so he can be a suspect also. Yeah, just a creepy little, just to drop in, like, hey, I'm still creepy, everything. Yep. Yeah. Little reminder. Good luck, sis. Break a leg. Um, so Cheryl is not there at the moment. Right. Right. But she's still singing along, like, yes. she still gets her, yeah. her, uh, Excellent. moment. Yeah. And, uh, of course, why is it Midge on her knees singing? Because she's knifed to the wall, crucified. 
I am back from the dead. All those who escaped me will die. Uh, I don't think that's part of the show. <laughs> I will admit, I, I, out loud, I, I gave a clumster. Yeah, <laughs> it really surprised me. I, yeah. Especially since we made you made so many jokes that the Black Hood was so ineffectual, right? And there wasn't a whole lot of death on this. This is an actual cast to actual a a supporting cast member that was in the comics. I mean, this is a character, so we're we're finally. So we got Cheryl singing at the gravesite with the vixens all in their black hoods and. Cheerleading uniform. Yeah, so this is our most recent episode. We've yeah, we're to. right on. I'm sorry, yeah, what's the name of it? Episode 19, Prisoners. Prisoners, yes, great movie. Denny Villeneuve. And I knew, I said after the musical episode, I was a little bit, eh, that was a little bit of a letdown. But then we kick off this episode. And it's, it's white hot awesome. With the Riverdale cheerleaders in their morning uniforms. Yes. yes. Now, they have black unis and even the black pom poms for, yeah. for that extra special yeah. bit. Now, you we all three. That on hand. Yeah, we all three went to different high schools. Did your cheerleaders have morning outfits? Uh, no. No. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they, like, use the same outfits for years on end because there's no budget for them. <laughs> so Riverdale must be doing all right. Ours only had one pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> um,. So then, uh, but I do at my funeral. Please add black pom poms to the proceedings. Oh my gosh, we will. <laughs> yes, we will carry black pom poms. I want everyone in attendance. We like will sing all twelve of you. I, black I've pom-poms. always said I will sing at your funeral. Michael will be up front. My Faloni. No, my my Patronus. I can't keep all our amazing songs. I've got a whole album's worth. Anyway, it's coming out. Uh, Sheriff Keller's interviewing everybody. Um, Jughead's just saying, I was kind of behind the scenes shooting this thing. Um, Barbethel says, I was jealous, okay. Moose, do you remember the last thing you said to Midge? Nope. Just something, <laughs> something casual or stupid, he said. I was like, okay. <laughs> um... Archie's like thinking, do, do you actually have evidence that Mr. Swinson, Svenson was connected to the Blackheads attacks? Cause I've always been, you know, questioning this. Uh, and if and you remember like, at the beginning of this show, we talked about, uh, Mr. Sheriff Keller being the best dad and the only capable adult in the town. And right. we've, we've quickly, quickly blown through all his credibility <laughs> as a father and as a professional. Sheriff. Right. Well, at least he feels bad, you know, but he's like, he says, Archie, I think, you know, I don't know, need I remind you, Svensson almost buried you alive. <laughs> he was wearing a black hood. He's like, well, that's his eyes. Svensson was the black hood. His eyes were not green. <laughs> Cheryl back there, like the furies of ancient Greece. Who ceaselessly pursue blood atonement when a crime has been committed. The vixens and I vow that we will not rest. Uh, uh, this was very... Yeah. <laughs> I love that little move she does. It, like, if you if you notice, they're all oh, in I'm matching sure. uniforms. Yeah. But they have, like, a cloak. Mm-hmm. Cheryl's is black. All the other cheerleaders wear white. Mm. 
And then at the end, Cheryl puts her arms up, and then they all follow it with their pom poms up, and it just cracked me up. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, and uh, Midge's mom, I think it is, is all in Cheryl's mm-hmm. face. Be ashamed of himself. That's that Jaws moment of yeah. You should have done more, Sheriff. Right. Uh, they're back at Pops, and Jughead's like, it's a copycat killer. He's got it all figured out. Coincidentally showed up in Riverdale just after Mr. Spenson was killed. And it, who, who did that? And who's been giving off creepy vibes ever since? <laughs> and Betty's like, yeah, but Chick is just here because I went to the hostel to get him. And Archie's like, it wasn't, it, it's, you know, Svenson's not the black hood. And, but he's like, Archie, Svenson forced me to bury you. <laughs> he cut off his own finger and sent it to me. <laughs> he's like, yeah, well, maybe the real black hood cut it off because it's worth It's Red Lobster's Create Your Own Shrimp Trio. Eyes, yeah. Pick three of nine whole. new and classic creations for green. $15.99. With new creations, <laughs> savory crab top shrimp and Parmesan truffle shrimp. Oh, skipping. well. You better hurry in before shrimp trio. He didn't even gone. know Midge. If it was Chick, what, what motive would he have had no. to kill her? That's true. Yeah. And then uh Veronica is saying, she's talking to Archie, and she's like realizing, oh crap, Archie's losing it again. She's like, all I know is I do not want Death Wish Archie back. And I was like, me neither. <laughs> hey, can I get amen? Man, we don't want that guy back. But you know he's back. Mm. We're screwed. She's like, promise me you won't patrol the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So, next scene. Archie's patrolling the street. <laughs> Somebody in a hood is following him. Um, it's like, can't stop thinking about Black Hood, Dad. All those who escaped him will die. You know, maybe you should get out of town, Dad. Oh, and what, are you going to stay here by yourself? Uh, then Betty thinks Chick should leave town. Because, you know, mm-hmm. you know, but no, he's got to go talk to the sheriff like everybody else. Yeah, well, what if he goes blabbing and blubbering about what we did? Because she's like, I know that there's no clues that he actually did it, and it's going to all get blamed on you and me, Mom. And did we ever really cover that she had his DNA tested and then, like, knows he's not part of the family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We made... That was... The last episode we Yeah, so that was a while back. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, Betty knows a little more than some of the other characters here do. Right. But there is something that could connect him to Spenson. It's tenuous. <laughs> <laughs> but they both spent time at Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Man, this place gets around. <laughs> it does. Who hasn't went to the Sisters? I know how to get in there. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> I just go for movie night. <laughs> so, let's see. Hermione is trying to get uh, Cheryl to come. You know, she's trying to use Cheryl to be against the sheriff. Um, meanwhile, Bughead go to the go to talk to the sisters, ask about Charles, and you know. If you don't, she she's like, oh, you got a warrant. Well, you know, you high school kids got a, got a warrant. <laughs> well, how about we 
you know, if you don't tell us, we're going to talk about your gay re-education place, and we'll get the FBI in here. Well, how about you do that anyway? <laughs> you know, he called the 1-800-REPORT-A-GAY-CONVERSION-CAMP. Yeah, all they, no. FBI All number. they got to do is put it in the blue and gold. Do you think well, the FBI true. doesn't that's read true. that? Oh, yeah. You know. It's the first thing. They're like, did we get the Times and the Post and the blue and gold so we can look for clues? Well, I do appreciate they have the same level of respect when addressing a nun as they do oh, yeah. city officials and <laughs> yeah. you know, police, yeah. <laughs> police, members Soda of police, jerks. Um, principals. Yeah. So they get to see a picture of Charles, and we realize that it is not Chickadee. Nope. And Archie's going knocking on some door. I can't remember where the hell he was at, but he gets kicked and beat up by a bunch of hooded figures. Yeah. Not the dark circle. No. No. This is not the dark circle. And then we got Art um Alice has brought Chick back to the house. Well here comes here comes Bughead and they're like he Chick's trying to defend himself and that uh Jughead says, Shut the hell up, imposter Mm-hmm. So but he's like, this in his picture is your real son, not this con artist. And he's like, Chick's like, oh, I don't know what this is. She ain't ever wanted a brother. <laughs> Chick cannot be trusted. Any <laughs> sentence he says is the next thing. He's like, you're not my brother, she says. So he grabs a knife and slices Alice. Oh, Chick will cut a bitch. <laughs> And then he gets knocked down by Betty. Oh, only she had her mace on hand. Oh man, her oh, pink yeah. mace. If she had, she had wasted that, it. Yeah, she shot that all over the place. On that would have been a great scene of him going around the kitchen, like swiping yeah. the knife around. <laughs> I was very appreciative of um, Jughead's ninja-like. Def- you know, he he dodged several oh, yeah. jabs at him. Yeah. Hey, you don't get through the serpents without learning your way <laughs> around the That's right. Don't you remember? Jeez. Uh, you can yell like in his face and it won't phase him. Um, <laughs> so we get a little call from Nick St. Clair. He's taking Archie. He tells, uh, Veronica, he's with me, babe. Why are you calling me from my boyfriend's phone, sicko? Is anybody else surprised he is still around on the show? I'm glad. I was, like I said before, this. This kid was on a show I used to mm-hmm. watch, and I mean, he's a good. He was a good young. I mean, as a kid, and I think he does plays a good dick walk. <laughs> but it, he's like uh, a cool mill should take care yeah. of this. Which I thought he was ultra rich. Like, well, his money? parents are his parents are kind of disowning. It's all about the mob mentality. He wants to bring money into. He wants to. Make bones. Make he wants to bones. make his bones. Ah. Uh, which, you know, that's, you know, have you heard of the term before? You make, you make your bones, you gotta become official. He wants to be official. Ah. It's like, it's a twist on, um, bonafide. Bonafide. That's where it Got comes you. from. Anyway. Who says this podcast isn't educational? Yeah. She, we don't know what QED means. <laughs> <laughs> um, we know what sapphic means. <laughs> that's right. It's all that matters. We know sapphic like the back of our hands. <laughs> uh, 
Um, she's like, yeah, remember the last time you pulled something? He's like, yeah, I'll limp the rest of my life. <laughs> He's like, I'm extremely angry, babe. He keeps calling her babe. Um, his parents, her parents will pay the ransom because the St. Clairs are a quote unquote family. They're music producers and mobsters like them. And if they get the police in, you know, then they're going to be involved. And she's like, well, they're probably cu- cutting Archie's ear off right now, <laughs> which having watched all the money in the world this p- past year, that's a reference to J. Paul Getty. The kid gets kidnapped and they cut his ear off and send him the ear. Um, they learned that from Svensson. <laughs> that's right. And, uh, uh, Hiram's like, uh, Archie's great and all, but he's not our kid, so. He's not family. Yeah, he's not family, so if we pay, it kind of sets a precedent, and then guess who they're gonna take? Veronica. Mm. Um, meanwhile, Kev's ticked because Cheryl wrote her op-ed about <laughs> Sheriff Keller, and he's like, I want a retraction on a blue and gold. This is ridiculous. And since when could she just start writing articles? Or maybe that was in the register. Let's see. It was in the Riverdale yeah, was, register. Yep, I zoomed paper, in. Yeah. Yep. Did not have to pass. That's Jughead right. It was editorial. It was just in this old rag. But it did have to go through Howell, right? Is Howell still a... Yeah, Howell's... No, uh, no. The, the lodge no, bought, oh, right. yeah. bought it. Yeah, yeah, that's why they can print this okay. crap in there. Yellow journalism. Yeah. I like it that all that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that they bought that paper and now they watch it over an article. And if you only watch it over and over again and then dissect every scene, yeah. it really does make sense. They, right. they really weave it together well. So <laughs> it's a rich tapestry. Lady Justice will be served, and her vixens are going to see to it. Meanwhile, they got Ch- Chickadee down the basement. Yep, taped up. He's like, what's going on? Mom, untie me. You literally oh. just cut her with a yeah. knife. But mom. I'm so sick of that act. Oh, <laughs> uh, they. He's like, when, when mom and I went to the hospital and asked for Charles Smith, he's like, I never said I was him. I said I was Chick. Which is true. It's true, but he can't, he can't one line. I mean, he goes from one line back and forth, like, I'm him. I never said I was him. <laughs> like, what is happening? Oh, he gives up pretty quick, I guess. Um, we met, moved into the flop house. He was a crackhead, basically. He tried to come home once, and you turned him away, Alice. You said, you practically slammed the door in his face, and he ended up OD and on Jingle Jangle. Did anybody look this up? If the, Charles was, if, was killed, there a scene where somebody comes to the door? I don't remember. That. I, I feel like there, there probably was. was. Yeah, I feel like there oh, was. Oh man, if you find that, if somebody finds that, wait, say it again. The the scene they're they're in, referring to a time when the kid came, when Charles did come to the door yeah. and she turned him away, and I almost feel like that. Did I feel happen. like there yeah, was because when she said that, I had a flash. I may have been thinking I of... I think that did happen. Like, something was happening, the doorbell rings, she opens the door and just kind of... I bet that happened like the beginning of this season. I bet it did. Because they wouldn't have had that tied into last season. They came up no. with that when yeah. they wrote this season. So I bet in like the first episode of this season or second that he showed up. Yeah, yeah that line jogged something in my memory. So if anybody wants to look for that... Yeah, if, so only, if only really obsessive 
right. podcasters would have yeah. figured that That's out. That's pretty great. Let's not gloss over the last part of that where he OD'd said, on Jingle Jangle. Yeah, right. so, yeah you, you use the word crackhead. What would be the term for a Jingle Jangle addict? Uh, have we had a term for that? Think of another word for head. Uh, jingle brain. Um, <laughs> noggin. He's got jangle noggin. Jangle noggin. There we go. I think we found a title. Okay. Um, he's he's telling he's telling the truth. She said, "I did turn a boy away. I gave my son away. This demands biblical punishment." <laughs> Great line. Yeah. And Betty's just like, but what do I do if, if dad comes home? Why are you, where are you going, mom? Where are you going, mom? She goes, you know, to tell Skeet. Alex? Meanwhile, Archie's like, there's a killer on the loose. You gotta let me go, Nick. He might kill my dad. No He's like, yeah, it sucks to be your dad. No you bastard! Meanwhile, Veronica's gonna, she can't get money for her parents, so she goes to the safe, takes what she can, calls Nick, says, meet me at the chocolate shop. Uh, Kevin and his dad are talking. You know, his dad's upset. He hasn't solved the case. Nick and Veronica meet. He should, at Pops, he shows her that he's got Archie. He says, how about you getting back? All we need is to do our night together at my usual suite where I, you know, we tried to do this before and I remember I roofied you. The roofie room. <laughs> Ah, uh, so anyway, yeah, Alice reveals to Skeet that she did have his baby. Let's take a look at that. Oh. Alice? What's wrong? No more secrets. No more lies. I should have told you. Sooner maybe something would have been different. I had your, I had your baby. It's name. I named him Charles. I knew you were not for a dog. Uh, slow down, slow down. Right. He came to see me and I turned him away. And now he's dead. He's dead because of me. I killed our son. Do you remember me in high school? Yeah, yeah, I remember Alice. But... I'm sorry. No, wait, I have Alice, to go away. Hey, Betty listen, are you talking are about, for me. Are you talking about Chick? No, Chick, Chick is someone else. Chick is... You don't understand what I've done. If you don't understand what I was responsible for. Okay. Hey, I rolls right in the next scene where we finally hear... Oh, yeah, Betty's getting a call from... It's been a while. She knows the black hood's back and he's calling her, of course. She's like, you killed Midge. Of course I did. <laughs> okay, so meanwhile, Archie is uh, finding out he's going to have a nice pay-per-view of the suite at the Five Seasons. Yeah. yeah. He didn't think Veronica would have it handled. I, yeah, I don't know. Well, Archie. Archie's not very bright. We know that. Like, he's not very woke either if he doesn't think Veronica <laughs> can handle herself. I did think, <laughs> like I did, did kind of like that part though. Archie was just like, 
I'll kill you. <laughs> just like, I, he was very serious. Like, I will kill you. It's like, uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. So I'm going to kill you, make my bones, get rid of Hiram Lodge's team capo. <laughs> then we got, <laughs> which is about all he has left. He's got one in the hospital and one, one broken mop. Iron <laughs> doesn't require any bones. <laughs> then we got back at the hotel. Got a uh, bughead going in. Knocking on doors, they talk to a girl. He says, "Oh yeah, there was Charles was a nice one. He always said Buenos Dias. Uh, may rest in peace." <laughs> uh, did he have a drug problem with the jingle jangle? I don't know about that, but they were always fighting. And then I found a bunch of bloody sheets and mm. in the dumpster. Oh, clumpster! Dumpster <laughs> reminded me of the clumpster. <laughs> uh, but he's talking to chick. You know. We know you murdered my brother. She's walking around the house. Gets another call from the Black Hood. Some sinners only confess when faced with certain death. Basically saying you need to really threaten Chickadee. So why don't you just bring him to me and I will take care of him. Yeah, so now we're rooting for the Black Hood to right. kill Chick. Right. So, I've been rooting for that all season. <laughs> <laughs> so, in comes Skeet, goes downstairs, grabs Jughead, drags him out of the house, says, Boy, it's none of your business. So after what I did to Jason Blossom, I don't want you involved in all this stuff. And then he says, when they figure out what they want to do, then we'll help them. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's called, that's getting involved there. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. But his heart was in the right place. Right. So Veronica's all dressed up. She's really going to try to smooze with this guy and get him, uh, you know, all like she's going along with it. He's got champagne, caviar, pate. He remembered. <laughs> He's talking about that hayseed, Archie. <laughs> the word hayseed. I it? don't care how big of a jerk he is. If you insult Archie, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. agree with you. <laughs> so... Archie breaks free, puts a nice thwack on one of the guys. Um, she talks about... And that was a pretty good scene, but he didn't, like, ninja kick everybody. He just kind of hid and then... I ran. thought he was going to kick the computer <laughs> and then shut, and then he wouldn't be able to watch. <laughs> <laughs> he took off. She t- she says, uh, Nick, you were roofing, roofing girls. He's like, ah, schoolboy mischief. <laughs> That's nothing. He's like, I like that, uh. AKA the Cosby defense. Yeah, I like that, um. <laughs> I like that perfume you're wearing. What's that called? Diabolique. Which is a famous couple of movies where girls, you know, drug their, drug and kill their significant others. Um. Okay, Chick killed a man here and I helped him cover it up. That's Alice telling how. House back in the picture because we have to have a suspect for guess who? The Black That's Hood. Right. So she said, says Betty had nothing to do with it. Meanwhile, Betty has this gun. Where'd she get the gun? Betty's got a gun. I don't remember. I feel like uh, they yeah. They got it. Veronica some... had a gun and she threw it in the river, right? Yeah, good call. But I don't know where. No, it's gun. not the same gun. It, oh, Black Hood here's where she gun? got it from a music teacher who was like you, a predator. But how'd she get it? I 
Don't you get a Grundy know. gun? Grundy gun. I don't know. <laughs> you have to write that down. It's uh, not Chekhov's gun. It's Grundy's gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't know what's going to happen with it. Um, <laughs> we have snort. Then we got uh, Archie busts in the hotel room and finds out that Veronica has roofied Nick, taking care of everything. And he's like, what are we going to do with, the, with him? She says, the concierge is just sending up a power drill. <laughs> I was like, what? She's like, I'm just kidding. Um, which is a real great time to joke. <laughs> so she turns the tables and calls Mr. St. Clair and ransoms Nick to get a cool mail. Which is great. So Betty takes Chick to the graveyard and... He's like, what's with that weird ringtone you got? <laughs> so, he says, I didn't mean to hurt anybody. Who's this guy over there? That's your own angel of death. And it's like, well, that's not true or you'd be scared. She's like, uh, he's not interested in me. So, you got about a 70% chance if you run now. Uh, it's getting lower. Uh, finally, he takes off running. And... Blackhead like looks at her like what, and then takes off running after Chick. Meanwhile, Sheriff Keller's talking about turning his badge, and if Hermione wins, he's out. If Fred wins, he's probably in. So Kev says he's gonna, you know, help campaign for Fred. And Dad? Archie says is talking to Hiram. Says I thought about a lot of things while Nick was waiting on me, and I still haven't made my bones with you, Hiram. So, how about I kill the Black Hood as if that wasn't something I wanted to do already? <laughs> and I'm gonna earn my bones. And I was like, yeah, whatever. The Black Hood. Once and for all. Would that earn me my bones? What if I can do to help you on your quest? Your quest. You can count on me. Arms like you, Hayseed. Some prisoners aren't bound by chains or locked in cells. Wow. Yeah. Then we got Betty comes home. Alice is sitting on the stairs. This was very strange to me. It's like, you had this guy tied up in the basement, and she's just like, <laughs> oh, hey, Betty. Where's Chick? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, oh. Oh well, uh, I think she's got the uh, jangled noggin now. Yeah. She's like, I just I took him away, to the bus station. <laughs> oh, okay, where's your dad? Or where? She said, Where's dad? Oh, he he went after you. Oh, dun dun dun. Then the Riverdale <sighs> happy music plays because <laughs> we find, <laughs> we're like, yeah. So is how the black hood? Like we originally thought this yeah. was our first suspect. Number one. Now that I have CW on the actual airing of the episode, that. That theme music does not play. Oh, oh! Just on the app. they just they, the credits get really small and they're like the previous or next time on oh, Riverdale. Yeah. Huh. So if you're just only people online get to hear the jingly jangly. Oh, I would be music. highly disappointed. In yeah. That. So or, or people who've been listening to our coverage and watching it on TV have no clue what we're talking about with the theme song. And two, if you remember earlier in the episode, I think it was the first lollipop uh, phone call. You know, somebody's like, "Who was that?" 
And she's like, oh, it was, uh, it was my dad. Yeah, she Jughead. lied to them. Mm. Yeah, she always lies to Jughead about that said it was stuff. her dad. That's pretty cool. And I cool. thought, hmm. Mm. Is that foreshadowing that it really is her that dad? That is pretty probably? cool. Yeah. You'd think she would recognize his voice, but I guess he does go all black hood. I don't know. At one time, I was convinced it was Tallboy. Yeah, I was too. And they did. If it wasn't, if it doesn't end up being Tallboy, they definitely on purpose dressed them exactly the same Mm -hmm. because you shared a picture at one point, and it was a the black hood is wearing Tallboy's clothes. Yeah, now he doesn't have the build of Tallboy. I mean, it's Hal's build. Right, but even when he ran after Chick, it, it looked it like looked, house physicality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't this was no athlete? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. I, okay. I, I, I'm not real sure we they really planned this out all the way through. I mean, I think they're just writing oh, yeah, episode I'll, to episode. I mean, it. I'll be satisfied if the if the Black Hood. Well, first off. I mean, what, what the hell was Svensson doing? <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> Explain and that. I thought it was the mob. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense that, that Svensson did all that, you know, yeah. in, in a black hood and all that stuff. I don't understand that. But if they at least have it be Hal, then it was a person from the beginning that we had. They didn't insert someone later, like Chick or whatever, you know, so, which I, I don't know. Again, I've always said don't, don't, don't sweat yeah. the details. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's going to be somebody. Let's it just. It's going to be some back background story. Whenever it, it's like, oh, it was the Sisters of Mercy. I like tune out. I'm like, yeah, I don't care about those people. I want it to be like one of the main people. I want to find out, like you know, Blowpass have been orchestrating the whole thing. Anyway, so we got three episodes left. Yeah, that was yeah. nineteen. So there's only twenty two this season. Yeah. So we're getting yeah. uh, pretty close. Three to weeks that. left. So wow. here we'll we'll talk about those two coming up, and we need a title for this episode. What do we got? We have Jangle Noggin <laughs> or <Yeah>. Grundy Gun. <laughs> oh, I've got Clifford Bot and <laughs> Morning Pom Poms. <laughs> I like Jangle Noggin. Jangle noggin it is. All right. That's it. As always. As always. Where can they find us, Cliff? Oh, curveball. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Michael says. (laughs) You can find us on iTunes, Google Play. Are we on Stitcher? Stitcher? Sure, why not? Oh, yeah, we are. Go check it. We are. Podbean. um, Download the app. Or... Our website, www.udownwithkpb.com, or at the Kapow Podcast on the Twitter. And we're most active on Facebook, so yeah, we love Facebook comments. So hit us up there. What did we miss? We burned through these episodes real fast, so I'm sure we left something out. So Find that clip of uh, where the real Charles comes to the door. We, wanna, I w- we should we send the see prize. That. If someone finds that, they should yeah. get a KPP some kind of prize. Mm, something. You will. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll buy them a t-shirt if they find okay. it. Okay. You heard it there. Nobody Larry. will do it. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> but if you, do, if you do, and prove it. All right. Hey, I am Jordan Lowe. Thanks for listening. I'm Cliff Barnes. Uh... I'm a polar vortex. <laughs>
Kapow, the pop culture podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com.